welcome everybody to scene three. No, we haven't been in a coma. Or maybe we have been in a coma. I've been in a food coma. Yeah. We, Christmas yes. coma. Christmas we, um, we have had a little bit of a break, but it's been Christmas and it's been New Year's. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, Bring on yes. 2018. 2018. Uh, those are the voices of Shane that you heard and also Megs, who's back with us again. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. Um, um, and you were quite sick as well, we should mention. You were on knocking on death's door with your man flu. I don't know if I was that sick. All right. Well, I was just trying to garner sympathy I th- for you. I, I thought we postponed recording because Megs ran out of internet. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I also well, went on a social media hiatus. And, and let's not zero. forget my laziness as well played, came into play as well. Plus, yeah. Santa came to town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the rellos. And it always takes it out of me when Santa comes. Yeah. I literally yeah, forgot what day it was here. after Christmas. It was beautiful. You're so innocent, Megs. Please what? never change. <laughs> I went over my head. And was Santa kind to you? <laughs> she got it. <laughs> <laughs> so generous. I'm very blessed. Uh, so, what are we going to do? I we're, forgot because it was doing so long ago. Movies that you should not watch with your parents. Yeah, this is the one we've thrown around since like day dot. Right? And, yeah, and I have to say, Shane, you're messed up. I am pretty messed up because I helped pick a lot of these, right? You absolutely did. Yeah. And so, I actually had to go out and watch some of these because I'd, one, never heard of one of the titles and yeah. two, needed a refresher. So yeah. looking forward to it. So the movies we did was the remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Last House on the Left, the original. Messed up. Yeah. Uh, best Buster. And Clockwork Orange. Okay. Which yeah, is quite a messed up, messed up. So we talked about this and – through a lot of titles at each other to discuss. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot. So many. And, I mean, we, we did pick some left-field, non-cliche op- options here. Yep, yep. Because it's a strange topic because what it, well, I, I mean, think it's a little bit personal as well, like what makes you uncomfortable in front of your parents. It's definitely. Yeah, I guess if we're going to – which we like to do, do is look at the the, the, the the theme of the show. Yes. I mean – What's awkward to sit and watch with your parents? Like sex is straight up there. I'm talking right? an American Pie, straight up. That was my first go-to, but that's cliche, and obviously, like yeah, because anything choice. sexual with your parents is uncomfortable. Yeah, we all yeah. imagine those like first yeah. those discussions, and then like you know, like rape, uh, yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah, I think um, even highly violent things as well. Like yeah, yeah like really... aggressively violent. Yeah. yeah, see, I wouldn't have a problem with my dad watching violent stuff with my dad, but my mum would be really uncomfortable watching mm. like, heavy yeah. violence. See, I've just been watching Game of Thrones and I find that extremely graphic, like out of nowhere because sometimes I'm not even ready for it and I don't think I can watch that with my mum or my dad. Yeah. What about like the Louis Theroux documentary where he like um – Interviews porn stars. I love that episode. I've actually seen that and I completely <laughs> yeah, agree with you. Great. That is that. absolutely not the guy off, who's off the it's like me. really cringeworthy. Yeah. I, could like, not watch I was on the edge of my seat watching that though, but I want to be able to enjoy that in my own moment. <laughs> he's a gay porn star and he's like really adamant that he's not gay. He keeps saying to yeah. Louis, but I'm not well, gay. Because things like, like Louis Theroux, they're amazing to discuss after you've seen it. You want to be able yeah, to have that yeah. debrief, and I don't want to have a debrief. You kind of have to watch Louis stuff by yourself, I think. Yeah. Yeah, to digest it. Or with similarly minded friends. Yeah. There's so much of it on stand at the moment actually I've been see what I did there just like threw a hand grenade into the room (laughs) get us off topic yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean I'm just trying to think of other movies like I I I think we we played around with Boogie Nights as well because that's a bit confrontational pornography giant plastic penis at the end of that as well I want to hear from our community our fans out there if whatever ideas you've got throw them on Twitter or Facebook we want to know what you're I'm trying to think of a situation where I have watched something uncomfortable. I've watched a lot of movies with my dad. My mum barely watches movies. But my dad, I don't think I've ever really watched something that's been uncomfortable. Mm. It was when you decided to pull out the um, sequel to Debbie Does Dallas, wasn't it? 
I think we watched like The Human Centipede together. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's a yeah. tough one. When I was younger, I didn't like watching movies and crying. It was terrible from what I Being way. like caught, being a te- like teary. Like movies like people die. That's just yeah. life as a man. <laughs> no, I'm always crying. <laughs> Although having uh, said that, I do mock people that cry. As I've gotten older, I'm more of a crier than I was when I was younger. I remember this one time very long ago, I lived in a house with four boys and we had this wonderful house with a big lounge room. And we rented the movie Bridge to Terabithia because it looked like it was going to be Chronicles. It looked like it was going to be the Chronicles of Narnia. The way that watch the trailer and you'll understand. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, this is not the movie at all. And there's a really terrible, sad thing that happens in the movie. I won't spoil it because it's Mm -hmm. been out for 15 years. Spoiler, the girl dies. And I remember we lived in this big lounge room and all four of us were on couches, like laying down. And she dies and there's this real silent part and the kid runs off. And we were all just like crying, but like trying to hide it from oh, each other. Oh, doing the old dad with the And the movie was so silent. The room was just like, you could hear a pin drop. And all you can just hear is this. <clears throat> but when. <laughs> it's just like yeah. all of us are just like. But destroyed. when Goose dies, it's okay to cry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my girl, you're a robot if you don't cry. I've said that before. Like things like that, you gotta. Yeah. Whoa. I watched that movie Wonder recently, and that, that one. That gets you on like so many levels. You see, like uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of mums might want to watch a movie like that with their daughters to like connect. Yeah, but I think just even if you're a human being, like it's because the films at the core of the film. So it wouldn't work on me then. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, no, you probably wouldn't. No, you would because I think a big thing of it's about how to be a parent. And it's sort of the, the film might, is very different. They might different. get me on that angle. The trailer yeah. shows are very different to what the film is. The film's actually about not just the kid with the disfigurement, but everyone in his life and the day they've had. And so it really plays on that. Every story has two sides. Yeah, hundred percent. And it comes to heart. And yeah, you, yeah, there was a lot of crying. Like I'll I saw it with out. my sisters and uh, my sister, and I think she was like, "Are you going to be all right?" At one point, <laughs> fine, thank you, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably the only thing I probably get uncomfortable is like being really emotional. I guess. Yep. Like violence and sex doesn't really make me uncomfortable. See, it doesn't actually make me uncomfortable either. But I have to say, watching all three of these films, especially for this review, it triggered something in me that I didn't know I could feel and that was extreme discomfort. And I don't get that feeling very often. I thought you were going to say you're a serial killer now. I actually (laughs) I I considered it for a slight moment when, you know, I uh, there were scenes in The House on the Left that, Really yeah, brutal film. Yeah. You know, really that's why I warned you guys. Like, I'd never heard of it film. before we discussed potentially yeah. reviewing it. I mean, it was banned in uh, Australia yeah. till about the 90s, I think, before it actually got a proper release. I can release absolutely here. see why. And the remake of it is like a really neutered version of it. It definitely put it on the map, especially yeah. the older version. But Wang, as you were telling me that a lot of people actually studied it. It's a massively, yeah, in film schools, it's a big study film, studied film because of, yeah, like there's more to it than the surface, but it's also experimental stuff, yeah, yeah which we'll get into. I, I just remember, you know, credits roll and, you know, written, directed by Wes Craven. And yeah. I just think, what happened to you as a child, Wes? I agree. Like, the what, whole thing. What is your drama? <laughs> but that's the thing. People forget that back then the originality was everywhere. It's not like now where everything's carbon copies and pasted yes. and yep. – you know, back then people were trying to break molds. They were trying to venture out into the unknown. They were yep. trying to do stuff to shock you. Like audiences were different then. They're not as knowledgeable as they are now. They're not as cynical as they are now. Correct. Like I'd love to have been alive back then, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tobe Hooper, Wes Craven's Last House and Left. Like those mm-hmm. are pretty gnarly concepts. Mm. Yeah. Really gnarly. Yeah. It's such a good word for it. Uh, but, yes, so well, should we dive into that? We're going to kick off. Dive into the first one. Yes. I thought we'd go with The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is uh, 2011. Now, we should clarify this is the English v- spoken remake of the – is it Swedish, the Absolutely. original one? Swedish, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is the David Fincher-directed one. Daniel um, Craig. Yes. With Daniel Craig, but Mikhail. he's still playing Mikkel. Like, they still don't change the names to, like – 
Oh, don't, what, introduce no, the movie. I've got other things to Elizabeth say about this. Hendrik. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, it's Stig Larson who did the original, so he gets a credit there for it. Um, yeah, pretty good cast. I mean, obviously, yeah, we mentioned Daniel Craig's in it. Rooney Mari, I think this was the kind of the movie that launched her Absolutely. into the American mainstream market. She won Best Actress for this movie, yeah. and after watching it, she's phenomenal. She's yeah. tr- very, very, very transforming. Transforming? Like, she can do anything. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. very good. Uh, awesome yeah, she's very interesting film choices when you look at her career. Have, have either of you two seen the original? Uh, I have not seen the original, no. no. Have you? I have. A loaded gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously not better. Obviously not better. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Oh, it is? Okay. Well, they basically just remade the exact same movie. Oh, so it's pretty close to... It's like shot for shot. Yeah, right, it's okay. Like, I'm sitting there going, why does this movie look identical? I'm pretty sure they shot it in the same, like... Property like the house that he really, goes to, really the beautiful like, architecture. Yeah, like I, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, where it's else been are you going to find years. a location like that? It's been I a few years since like, I watched a beautiful it. location. However, I read that it took them six months to write the script for this movie, which I don't the understand. Like, yeah, it's basically the same movie in English. They could have just done a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and redubbed that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody, nobody but, does anymore. You know, I might be taking it a bit far because it was years since I watched the original. But like, even the bridge, everything about it just looked really mm-hmm. familiar to me. Um, so I don't know why they remade a movie exactly the same as the original just to make it in English. Yeah. It's really weird. But aside from that, I actually enjoyed the movie. I mean, standout times. cast, Robin Wright, Christopher Plummer, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, so Skarsgård related to Alexander, the one that's Yeah, just, the two brothers. Are they, are they their dad or are they actually related? He's their brothers? dad, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and one of them's Ding. Pennywise. and <laughs> Yeah, Pennywise, yes. And... Uh, I just know him as Tarzan. I just watched Big Little Lies actually with Alexander Skarsgård and that was something I couldn't watch with my parents. I'm pretty sure he's their dad. Yeah, he looks old enough to be. Yeah. So they don't look related at all. Anyway, let's digress. We're digressing. (laughs) That's what we do. If we didn't digress, we'd have a three-minute show. Meg's getting getting flustered, so we'll get her a drink of water. Yeah. For those who've been living under a rock, Mm -hmm. plot of... Go with a dragon tattoo. Mm. Yeah, well, I just want to quickly say the tagline, because I never understand it and I'm hoping you can explain to me. Mm. Evil shall with evil be expelled. Is that an English translation? Yeah, it might be an English yeah. translation. I didn't, I never did understand that. Mm. Um, yeah, how do you explain the plot of this film? Essentially, Mikkel <laughs> is an investigative journalist yeah. and he uh, is on a mission to uncover what happened to a woman from a wealthy family who disappeared yeah, 40 years. Yeah, because he's just been discredited at the start correct. of the film. He's yes. shamed he for doing something wrong. He and he meets this woman who is Lisbeth. She's a famous hacker. She has personality and emotional and yeah, sexual yeah, abuse yeah, problems. Yeah. And she's got a photographic memory. She's phenomenal at what she does. Yeah, and she's a great PI. Yeah, he pretty much approaches her to help him get his reputation back and in return to, uh, gives her some really um, exclusive data that will, she can use to blackmail another um, yeah. rich businessman. And it all centres around Christopher Lummer's character and his family and extended family. They all Absolutely. live on this weird island just yes. outside of this small town. Yes. And it's twist got this real twist. like Twin Peaks type sort of. I absolutely love it. Yeah. The, it really the, sets the scene. The, and the, the girl went missing when they were all young and yes. we see flashbacks to it and there was a mm. – it's quite a mystery. Yeah, quite a mystery. the discovery yeah. is phenomenal, and this this film generally has everything: explosions, uh, really graphic violence, a yeah. fantastic dialogue, and the cinematography actually won awards. It is stunning. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting, and I guess some. I guess the parts that put it into the category for us of 
movies you shouldn't watch with your parents. I guess yeah. this, the violence is, can be quite graphic. The, yeah. the sex is very graphic, and it's super confronting. Yeah, yeah. it's in the yeah. David Fincher way that he makes shit really uncomfortable. Like you know, but they in have turn, sex like out of pain, not out of pleasure. Absolutely. You know? like, yeah. But I found that the way that he does utilize that and makes the woman empowered, like towards the end and really does twist yeah. that. That kind of makes it okay for me. Uh, yeah, but he kind of does really good, like especially Elizabeth's character who is uh, has a trust but she has to jump through hoops to get access absolutely. to that money. Yeah. And she has to deal with this parole officer who's a real prick. Who, that was that was the hardest scene for me. Yeah, that's yeah. really brutal. That's really brutal, that scene where he basically forces her yes. to commit sexual acts to give her the money so she that's can buy you know, anyway. the tours yeah. but yes. because of her mental issues. But that, that scene where she, you know... I guess blackmails him and it ends up really. Oh, that's one of the most uncomfortable. I don't get, I very rarely get uncomfortable in in movies, but that's probably one of the most uncomfortable scenes. Um, I can't even say the words. That's why I'm I'm having a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you feel for as an audience, you're watching, you know, he makes her do this shit. She goes to his house, then he like makes her do more sexual shit to him. And it's shot in that really David Fijian way where it's just like. Even the dialogue is short and sharp and really cut. And her performance is. Brilliant! Yep. Like when she comes up from doing the oral sex and stuff, you just like, like you feel it. Like yeah. I feel like I just sucked that dude's dick. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it's really, I just it's not money. good, but it's great. Like yeah. Yeah. because that's what the movie should do. It invokes something out of me, and I feel you feel for it. And you're like, and so then when she turns the tables, there's this great, and it's I love the way he does this. He does it in the other films. There's this great, awesome moment where I'm just like, yes, absolutely. This guy. Yeah. But at the same time, I think. Holy this isn't shit. right. Yeah. This is wrong. Morally, this is wrong. And you, there's a level of conflict in me because I would like, I love revenge, but at the mm. same time, like, she should just report him and she filmed it. So, Absolutely. you know, but then she gets this horrible revenge on him. So it's brilliant for me. I love mm. a film that does it to me. Very, I don't think films do that very often, you know. Mm. What did you think, Lappy, watching that scene? Um, watching her revenge, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. So, psycho. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The thing. It makes you like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? It's like, yes, but get she him. does it so well, though. Yeah. Further, harder. <laughs> she does it so well where she's yes. like, you know, goes back to him and he thinks, oh, she wants more money. And Correct. so he lets her in. And, yeah. and doesn't and she, she say something him. like, I had so much fun last time or something yeah, like she that? Says like something, she, she's very yeah. like, enough to make him think this is yeah. legit. And then she tases him. Obviously, she he just wakes messes up, him up. Tied yeah. to a bed with mm. a very large dildo, yep. which goes up his bum. Her eccentric personality is very, um, you can't look away. It's like a car crash kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's a great way to put it. She's mm-hmm. exactly like a car crash. Yep. But then when she kicks him, when she sticks the dildo on him, yep. and then she takes a run up and kicks it, I've seen that three or four times and it still makes me jump every, every time. time. <laughs> I will watch horror movies where people get their heads cut off and yep. they reach down their neck and pull out their intestines and I won't flinch. But that kick... Yeah, Ugh. makes you just clench a little bit. You're like, Ooh. like it's the <laughs> physicality of it. It's the physicality yeah. of it, but it's also her viciousness of yeah. And like, she's, well, what what he's done to her? Though. Yeah, she's well within her rights. But that's yeah. why I say the conflict comes into it. Pull it out and, and do then it you again. think you think, oh, you know, fuck, this is over. And then you're like, no. Nah. And she gets yeah. a tattoo gun out. And you're like, oh shit. Oh, shit and so yeah. then she tattoos him <laughs> on the chest. And then she's so calm and cool the way she lists her demands. This is what's going to happen next. Yeah. You know, and says you're going to do this. You can do mm-hmm. what I say. And if I see you again. I'm going to be watching Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, and she follows up on it, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. stop stop visiting um, tattoo removalists. Or yeah, something yeah, like she that. follows yeah. his web history, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, what it's most uh, popular or well-known for is that torture scene as well. Mm. Yes, and oh, I yeah. found that extremely graphic as You're well. You're talking about at the end? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plastic bag. 
at the yeah. end, it's it's uh, the movie's going along, and you know, you we leave all that horrible stuff in the in the, the past, and mm. we're pushing forward in the movie, and we're like, mm. oh, now because it's a real mystery. Yeah, because the horrible like, stuff really only happens between her and that social yeah, worker. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, really then you, and then you kind of mm. get a bit of hope for her because you're like, oh, her and Daniel Craig, these characters are two damaged people, and they kind of fit they together. Have well. Fantastic mm. on screen chemistry. Yeah, as well, they have great chemistry. Everything. Like they have that sexual, the sex scene and yeah. stuff, and so they fit together on like as you want two characters to yeah. in a really busted up perverse way, but they work. And so, and then you think, well, it's all about this mystery now. And then, then someone tries to kill him with a gunshot, and and you're thinking, well, this is all a, this is great now. It's just a mystery movie. And then, yeah, like you said, you get to that last scene, and you go down to the basement, like, oh, this guy. Yeah, we're a back on the roller coaster. Yeah, he's got a torture happen. chamber. Yeah. yeah, but that whack with the golf club is one of the best yeah. Hollywood ones I've ever encountered. I was really, yeah. really pleased. Because I guess, I mean, if you haven't seen it, the whole thing they eventually figure out that Stellan Stellan Sargasgard. Is is the killer and yeah. um, and he has this weird basement and it's the basement thing's great. It's all like clinical. It's got like a drainage pipe though and a chair and a harness. Yeah, and medical like tools and it's like this girl. is just looking at it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, age. he didn't even have to use any of it. No, you still get the creeps. It's, it's just like you've got this girl. chair standing over a grate that that, yeah. that you're like, Ugh. yeah. As a film buff, it always blows my mind how they actually do those scenes with the plastic bag. How Daniel Craig as an actor like breathe breathe for real? I mean, they'd probably run a breathing tube for a normal actor, but I imagine someone like Daniel Craig would just be like, just do it. Oh, he'd be like, just do it. That's fair, and I'm sure I reckon he would. He's kind of guy who'd just be like, just. But it just looks so real, and And don't forget to be edited away, so it's not as long as we think it is. But Mm. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like those tricks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand any of that. It's amazing. I think it's very convincing. I mean, Daniel Mm, Craig strikes me as the kind of actor who probably went to his trailer a couple of nights and. Put a bag of himself to be like, you know, like how would I? He went underwater for ten minutes at a time, just practicing. Is like, yeah, yeah, like how would I genuinely (laughs) panic if I was out of breath? Because yeah, right, it's it's uh, sold to you so well, and Mm. yeah, then obviously she whacks him with the golf club, which is brilliant, and that weird harness thing as well adds kind of a weird kind of what's the harness for? Mm. You know, like like the prop, the way that the whole set is dressed is. I've never touched a man before except my father. Yeah, and but, yeah, just and he's so calm as yeah. well. He's such a great villain. And, but, yeah, but he's really creepy as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. and retrospectively, knowing that, like, what who he is in this film, seeing it again, uh, the dialogue and the it's so creepy and well mm. written. The whole thing is mm. just from start to finish a, a masterpiece. And, mm. Yeah, really worth yeah, it's it. It's very good film. And I do have a, a shocking unveil to admit here. I actually did see this film with my mom when I was like thirteen. Oh, no. Yeah, she took me to the cinemas. And to I watch know, this, I think oh, she's, well. she's read the book. Yeah, <laughs> Yikes. so maybe she wanted to just Good call mum. Yeah, well, maybe like it was an educational tool. Maybe yeah. she wanted to expose my little bubble of. And did you find it? Like, you were thirteen when you saw this. Yeah. Did you Super. get it? Did you understand it? Honestly, that's not legal, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Mumson's okay, right? Yeah. You know, she's yeah. not buying the ticket. She had her sister on her shoulders, yeah. and they were yeah. wearing a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> I. Actually, was trying to rack my brains of like those those moments. Do you remember that moment? I absolutely do, and I think my mum worded me up as like an FYI. Is this is an adult a, film. Yeah, that's right. There's going to be a scene in there, so mm. just be ready for that. And I think we would have take notes if anyone ever does yeah. anything well, wrong yeah. to Maybe you. That's this what is what you do. You, yeah. Do you think that's a good technique to approach a sensitive topic with your prepubescent daughter? Like a way of being like, this is what this is. You know, ask me questions uh, if yeah, you Yeah, I don't know. Like if I ever had kids, I wouldn't really censor their viewing too much. No, I don't think so either. I'd, be, I'd like to ma- hopefully make sure they could understand the difference. It's I like mean, a cool mum saying like if you're well, going to smoke pipes, yeah. at least smoke under my roof kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They have to be at a mental age where they can actually process That's it right. as well. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think of what age did I feel like I understood the difference between 
what I'm watching is fake right. and, and made up. I don't know. But even just the ability to process the themes, mm. like, yeah. like as a child you don't understand what sexual what's the most, like, is. I don't think your boys would watch. Teen Titans? I don't oh, know. <laughs> I saw I Jaws I while I was Titans. really young and Jaws was one of, I remember it scarred me. That was one of the scariest films I've ever seen at the youngest age. Yeah. yeah. When I was very young, um, probably and before you, you were think born, they needed a bigger boat? That's the most important question. <laughs> <laughs> <Didn't we? Then laughs> up until that movie, she wanted to be a sailor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now she's terrified of water. I don't know. You, like, you might remember the old I'm midnight movies. Remember the midnight movies on Channel 7, 9 and 10? They would play a movie at midnight. That's and it was awesome. always a horror movie. It was always a sl- hey. or a thriller or a scary movie. And I often would go to bed and get up like – Set my alarm and get up and then go and watch the horror, the the the, the midnight movie. So it was great, it was fantastic. But I saw movies like It when I was like twelve. You know that was wrong. And then like, and I I remember (laughs) I vividly remember being about twelve or thirteen and seeing Pumpkinhead, which is like one of the most like not now by today's standards it's pretty tame. But back then I was like, holy shit, I have to go back to bed. (laughs) Being the youngest of four siblings, I was always exposed to shit. I shouldn't have been exposed to like Nightmare on Elm Street and Robocop and stuff like that when I was like six six years old. I I crave those times. Like, you know, because I would watch, dad would let me watch like, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street with him. We'd Like my dad fostered my love of horror films, but I would still go to my room and be like, I'm going to open the cupboard doors and I'd leave the cupboard doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check under my bed one more time. I'm going to sleep under my bed this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got this, this, this shield blanket. I'm fine. I'm Absolutely. Fine. Absolutely. Uh, but I never felt awkward with the violence and stuff with Dad because my dad's really squirmish, oddly enough, so he probably felt more uncomfortable oh, than I How unusual. Yeah, he can't handle eye stuff. Anything with eyes in movies, oh, he goes bananas. He would love Clockwork Orange then. Yeah, no, he would not like – yeah, he couldn't watch that. He no. wouldn't be able to watch any it of that. It is – very confronting. I accidentally lent him the Evil Dead remake and he watched it and he got really sort of upset with me and my dad mm. never gets upset and he said, why didn't you tell me about the eyeball thing? Because there's like a <laughs> nail gun scene and the guy gets a nail yeah. in the eye. So you should have told me about that. And I'm just like, oh, I forgot about it. I'm sorry. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. <laughs> Fair enough. You're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we always talk about would we recommend this movie? Obviously I'd recommend this movie in a heartbeat. Mm. Um I don't know. I don't feel like it's one that's too brutal in terms of watching. I could watch this with my dad, maybe. Mm. I couldn't watch it with my mum because mum's really, um, I think, a bit squirmish to that kind of, yeah. uh, especially abuse of females. Mum's very, very I'm, sensitive yeah, to Yeah, I'm sensitive to that as well. Yeah. I might yeah. something. And I think it does because it's, it, it's promoting, like, women of the weaker sex, but yep. it's also promoting, like, yeah, the violence, but... I always find it fascinating because it's a it's a it's a double standard where if we see violence done to men, we don't get as you know when he gets treated like that, it's not as shocking because mm. I mean I guess that's where I say the conflict is so high because you're like, well, this guy deserves it. Mm. Um, but with something about when a woman gets yeah assaulted, it's seems more brutal, I guess, because I don't know maybe I, I think it's, for me it's like the males being dominated. It's not like because it's so it's like I think a, a woman's biggest fear is to be like caught off guard with a dominating like. Scenario they can't escape from. Yeah, I think you're. I mean, I don't mean to sound. I hope I don't sound sexist when I say this, but I think it's something you that do. you was. Yeah, I'm already done for. I'm a white middle class male. Like I'm, I actually don't have an opinion on anything, but I feel like uh, women have to live with that every day. Women have to live with a fear that I, as a male, never have to live with, or very rarely am I in a situation where I have to live with. If I'm walking home by myself in the middle of the night, it's not as probably scary for me as it would be for you. And I, I don't mean that in a sexist way. I just mean mm. that That's what it is. statistically, very aggressively statistically, females are more likely to be assaulted or attacked or raped or whatever. Mm. And I guess that's what, you know, 
in this movie Finch deals with it in a very interesting way. Mm. Like and then the punishment is so severe for this guy as well. And I guess we get a bit of this in clockwork as well, don't we? We definitely do. A little bit. This I, is a masterpiece. I don't know if we're moving on yet or not. You would recommend it? Uh, Dragon Tattoo, 100%. Yeah. 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 I, I, would as, I would as well. But I would perhaps watch the original. Oh, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's a good tip. And I'm not, I'm not big on... Was there a on... sequel to this one? Oh. I know there's three in the original. There trilogy. is three in the original one. Did um, this one get a sequel? I, I can't Question. remember, to be honest. I don't know if they did that. Oh, one. I think they did because it's called like The Girl That Plays With Fire or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, but I, I mean, I'm not a big foreign film buff. I particularly don't like reading my movies. I prefer mm. to listen to them. But I, I don't know. There's something about again. It's my anti-remake set of sentiments that oh, I don't totally like fair. people remaking stuff. So I don't like people. We yeah, are remaking foreign films. Like, just I only for watch no anime in yeah. Japanese with some English subtitles. I can't watch English remakes. Yeah, I get. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I get weird when people say oh, I don't like to read when I watch a movie. I'm I just, be I the just said for it. that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It Are you me weird out a little now? bit when you say Why? that. Yeah. I don't know because I just like think I you're missing out on so much good stuff. No, but I can't see the what's. I'm a bad reader. I can't see what's going on on yeah, the screen. Yeah, look, I get and it. Read it's a the physical, words. Like, come on, a physical thing. I'm I get a simple-minded that. person. I don't think it's. Yeah, no, I think I don't think it makes you simple that you don't like but to yes. read. No, it's not that I don't like to read. It's, it's, it's distracting to be able to it's do too much extra work. Yeah, especially foreign films are always shot so much more beautifully than sort of American stuff anyway. So you kind of got two things you have to deal with. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yes, recommend. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, well, you said, would you watch this with your parents? No. Uh, <laughs> are your, what are your parents like? Yeah. Are they a bit more conservative than you? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to one word answers. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying one word, but you're saying many your words. Your face says yeah. a lot, yeah. One word's what coming out, but I'm audio podcast. <laughs> No, it would just be super awkward, I think. Mm. Yeah, like like you said, it's a cool detective th- movie, but then it, every now and then this film like just slams on the brakes and if you're not ready for it. I don't like, even know if my dad uh, could exactly. sit through the whole thing, like even without. I know my dad uh, is pretty good, but he he does get very upset mm. about violence towards women, I think because, mm. you know, he's a man with two daughters and so it, it probably plucks, uh, plays on him a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That you know, you know, I don't like seeing that. But I, I mean, I guess that's the point of film. Like, I, I don't know people like to censor that kind of stuff. And but I don't know. I don't think there should really. I mean, if if there's a reason behind it, if you're making stuff for the the, the just for the sake of shocking people, Correct. then that's just lazy filmmaking. I'm, I've seen many films like that. You know, like um, House on the Left. Well, see, I <laughs> let's go into that. Let's go into that. So I thought that you just described that movie in a yeah. sentence, to be honest. And I can, I totally get where you're coming from. So uh, mm-hmm. this is 1972, uh, The Last House on the Left. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's really probably no one in it that anybody would know, yeah. um, with the exception of maybe alive. David Hess. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, uh, written and directed, as you mentioned earlier, by Wes Craven, so I think it was probably one of his first films. I Can you tell so. me what other things he's done? Was on Elm Street. Oh, oh he, he, wow. Yeah, he's one of the... Thanks for the context. Okay. Freddy. He's done oh. all, yeah, a lot of the Freddy films. He did the Scream series, obviously. Uh, he did one of those, I believe. So was this one of his films that started his career? Yeah, I'd say it'd be pretty close. He started, this would be his first film from memory. So, yeah, it was his first film. Um, then he did things like The Hills Have Eyes, um, you know, Swamp Thing, Hills Have Eyes Part 2. Uh, nice work. <laughs> yeah, like he like he's, you know, did a lot of Twilight Zones. He did a great movie called Shocker. 
Like he's done, he's the, you know, he did the Scream movies with um, Kevin Williamson writing them um, and then he's not really done much more. Like uh, He's sitting or like retiring on a pile of cash, a mountain of cash. I hope so. Either that or he put it all up his nose. Oh. But, <laughs> Fair enough. Well, he's, he, died, what, he died two years ago so he's probably so, not retired. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so that's what happens in Hollywood, isn't it? You make lots of money, put it up your nose. Yeah, yeah he was about, I think he was about 80 when he died so he had a good run. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, he, yeah, so this was his first film. So, I mean, I if he was 80, 72, so, geez, he would have been in his 20s when he made this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, shocking film, shocking film. Mm, uh, I actually very Not graphic. shocking as in, like, it's a bad film, it's, like, confronting. Oh, it was probably the number one most confronting film I had to watch. Really? This is one of the most confronting films yeah, you have to see? Yeah, top five at least. It was really Maybe hard. I should have warned you more aggressively. I, I actually Googled it, it before not... I watched it and I got I psyched myself out. I was like, I'm going to oh, be, shit. I'm going to be, it's going to be really tough. Well, that's not... what the tagline is, warning, not recommended for persons over 30. Wouldn't it be under 30? Under, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you, did you find it was really confronting because it wasn't um, very stylized, like it was. Correct. It was really raw. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like there was no beautiful set pieces or costume design. Correct. It was like really. It was, yeah. it was like yeah. I was there in that house. Yeah. It was like I was there in that park in that forest. Yeah. And I mean, it got an X rating. Yeah. Submission got an yeah. X rating. Like in it the was 70s, extremely hypersexualized, yeah. and I don't think I was ready for. How like just the weird father daughter parts at the start. I, I was like, oh, that actually isn't. I'm really uncomfortable even seeing that connection that he was like the first thing he says oh, to his yeah, daughter was yeah. like, what, you're not wearing a bra today, babe? Yeah. yeah. And she's like, what? I've yeah. finally become a woman. And he like touches her breasts. And yeah. I was like, I just, okay, we're two seconds in and I'm already like, <laughs> I know. You couldn't watch this film with your dad. I, I, yeah, yeah. I was literally like, oh, but getting my phone out to message you guys. And I'm like, I can't do it, I'm guys. I'm not watching this. <laughs> not watching this shit. <laughs> you're right. Some of the shocking yeah. stuff is like their language and their interaction, yes. the, the way the two girls interact with Correct. each other. Yeah. yeah, the girls are instantly like, they cross that best friends thing where they're not really best friends. They're actually like, up, like lovers. And yeah, and I think fun. like. That was probably there in, in, in it deliberately, I would imagine. Correct. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Because, the, for, the t- because of, for its sure time piece. I was bad acting yeah. or if it was intentional. There's a lot of that I question. There would have been a bit of everything in there at that time period <laughs> yeah. with the budget it had given the amount of time. But wait, I read a lot that it's actually based on The Virgin's Spring, a Swedish novel or Swedish movie. Yeah, about two girls. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's any about like what's, watching the remake. What's with the Swedish? <laughs> What is their deal? Yeah. Yeah. I guess just quickly, the plot is uh, centers around two teenage girls. Okay. Sorry, um, we yeah. that yeah, yeah, Oh my that gosh, bit. I have so much to say. Phyllis and, and Mary, Mary with an I, I think it was. Yeah, um, they basically it's one of her birthdays. She's turning seventeen. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. They really make a big deal of that then. Uh, and they go into the city to see a concert and they borrow, yes. yeah, and they try and get some marijuana. And Do they, they make it to this concert, Shane? No, they don't make oh, it to dear. this concert. Rebels. I think that's what the trailer was like. They try and get some marijuana from this gang. This, uh, this single gang. guy though, and single the single guy, guy lures them in to mm. an apartment yeah. and they lock them in. Yeah, and so this gang is uh, this guy who's just gotten out of prison. Who's They're the escaped, escaped, escaped fugitives. Escaped, There's a team of four. Yeah, but no, the woman wasn't and the younger brother weren't in prison. Oh, I thought they were. Oh, sorry. Unclear. It doesn't really matter. It's four bad people, two older dudes who are crazy, a young dude who's kind of uh, his son, because it's a father-son, remember? Who he gets addicted to heroin. He gets hooked on heroin to make him do what he wants. And then this woman who's just crazy, crazy bananas. They call her like an animalistic, like, sadist. Yeah. Um, And then obviously they kidnap these girls and uh, they do horrible things to these girls. They drive them out to the woods to kill them. Uh, They end up 
killing them, but one of them survives. All that though, they make them do like sexual acts on each other. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just generalizing the plot. Oh. Yeah, and then they happen to stumble upon the parents' house, mm. which is the last house on the left of the girl they just killed. The parents discover they killed their daughter, and uh-huh. then they get revenge. That's a very simplified, the revenge and very is friendly. The, twist. the revenge is what kept me watching. See, like the twist. that's what I like about this film is it's exploring one of my favorite themes, and in horror as well, is the duality of man. Mm. So. These people are civilised doctors. They're both doctors, I believe. Still madly in love with each other. Also. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff All people there. kissing. Oh. Yeah. And that's, the, that's the most uncomfortable thing. <laughs> I'm so But kidding. for me, and the remake dropped the ball on this as well as much as this film did, was that's the most fascinating part. If you found your daughter and she was dying and you found out, oh, they were the people, the people we've taken in from this rainstorm are the ones that killed our daughter. Like the back end of the movie should just be them getting revenge. Like he's a doctor. Like he should find clever ways to... Uh, he does. You're oh, twisted. He does. No, no, he does it in a Home Alone way. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want it done in like a, they wake up drugged in a basement and he's like, you, you killed my daughter, I'm going to peel the skin off your bones, I'm going to keep you alive for months, you're going to hate it. Mm. That's probably just me being demented. Yeah. But now, that's what yeah, I, I was going to say, now my question is, what was your trauma, What was Craven? Because it's, you could really play with the idea that I'm a normal human being and then you kill someone I love. What do I become because mm. of that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I put a gun in your hand and had a man tied to a chair and said, this guy just murdered your loved one, would you shoot him? Would you not? Like, I love I get that what you're saying, but that film doesn't go that deep on any This film doesn't, doesn't at all. It doesn't yeah. need to. It drops the ball big time. Yeah. That's what I wanted out of this film and yeah. I don't get it. I, I dabble, baby. Even the um, the remake fucks up and doesn't do it properly and, like, you know, she the doctor kills one of them by putting their head in a microwave. I don't think that the That's movie weird. has Lazy. that like, ability. For a remake can't go into that depth when the original doesn't. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think this, well, you can. That's the point of remaking stuff, I would argue, is that you make it better than what it was. That's why, like, Hills Have Eyes is a brilliant remake, another mm. Wes Craven film. The remake is a thousand times better than the original because mm. it preys on. I didn't realise you hated Wes Craven. I love Wes Craven. I think he's, we wouldn't have modern horror if it wasn't Wes Craven. Mm. Uh, but why a lot you, of his films have been remade and remade better. <laughs> and that's not his fault. Quit ragging on him. Yeah, yeah. But I can, yeah, this film is, there's not much to it. I guess, you know, they... The weird sexual assault stuff is just littered throughout it's, this film. And it's, it's incredibly so hard to watch. It is really what uh, even know, like the the violence. Make her pee herself. You know, oh, like I don't man. understand what that's yeah. about. You know, it, to me, this touches on every element of like my per- biggest personal fears. Um, it doubles in it in such a raw manner that is there a lot of fear there though as well. Yeah, I think it's because they're trapped in the middle of the woods. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. it's uh, every female's worst nightmare. Even like the yeah. impaling stuff though, like they. Oh, the knife stuff the is knife so stuff. roaring. Yeah. yeah, and he like carves his name in her chest and they're screaming. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I think. But the thing is you don't see a lot of it. Correct. Yeah. It's and all. I mean, I think that's where his talent as a filmmaker comes through, as mm. much as this is a bad film. Mm. Uh, that stuff is brilliant. Yeah. Because suggestive violence is far more effective than mm-hmm. actual violence. Because yeah. that's what today is. In the 70s. Today is I make a horror movie and I throw as much gore at you as I can yeah. because I don't know how to get around it. From, from opening say, scene to closing scene as well. Which is sometimes good. I'm not complaining. The sure biggest not. barrier for me to actually enjoy this film for what it tried to deliver with a freaking policeman and the oh, music oh, that yeah, never yeah. suited the scenes. I understand the juxtaposition <laughs> yeah. of having like happy-go-lucky like sound music. But I don't think when, even he understands it. That's yeah. why I say to you, you know, when we were talking about it earlier, I said I think it's experimental. Yeah, it yeah, I can't so tell if it's intentional or not. I, there's I really nothing. It. Like I've done research on it. And you can't really. There's no. He doesn't comment on it. And yeah. I don't know. But those if it policemen was, through the oh, whole worst characters off, and it actually <laughs> ruined yeah, the, the, the ambience for me. Oh, the policemen destroyed the pace of the film completely. Yeah. 
And the fact that they tried to um, insinuate by doing making the police seem incompetent made the actions of the parents justified. Yeah, but yeah, that's exactly. What yeah, you know. yeah, I get that connection, it's lazy, but it's lazy. yeah, and it kind of makes me worry. Like, if this is based on true events, we should just say that it is. Did that really happen with what the police were trying to achieve? It's terrible. Like, yeah, it's terrible no. for the parents. It's shocking. I think um, there's very few things that work well in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the things, I guess, is the the girl playing off the son, like you know, yeah. trying to. I wish they'd done that better because yeah. that kind of that's an interesting part of the film where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I had like, a cool element. She's kind of like, you know, you're good. You're 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 okay, smart. Okay, Why, you're yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll call you. What was yeah, the nickname yeah. she gave him? Like. Ugh. Tried to give him a Yeah, nickname. you want to be my girl. And that guy does really well as like a junkie. I don't know mm. if he's just a bad actor. And mm. <laughs> or if he's really doing junkie really well. I can't tell. But um. Do you guys remember the teeth scene where the main guy that escaped, the fugitive that escaped from the jail was lying in bed and he had a premonition while he was sleeping that oh. the dad came in and like. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Chiseled his teeth out. Chiseled his teeth. That yeah. was like. And then he wakes up and it was all a dream. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, because, I mean, I think this film's intention is to, you know, from 10 minutes in is to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and it does How much of it do I know is intentional? Fuck me, I don't know. (laughs) Exactly, Like the, you're not wearing a bra. Yeah. I'm like, did you just grab his daughter's breast? Like, yeah, you're you're like, Yeah, he did. (laughs) And so I'm like, was that intentional? Are they deliberately Mm -hmm. trying to make you, like, you know, a movie like Human Centipede is a purely for shock value and they're trying to make you uncomfortable the entire way through Mm -hmm. it. Um, and, and they're, you know, they're terrible films for that reason. What did you guys think of the old uh, blowjob scene? What was the blowjob scene? Where she tries to bite his penis off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't watch. I had my hand over my eyes like this. <laughs> yeah, And wow. I was, like, peeking through just to see what they would show. <laughs> did you watch this by yourself? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. My partner walked past as that scene was about to start. <laughs> and I was like, babe, babe, come here. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> I was like, why are you yeah. showing me this? <laughs> so What great. have you done? He's like, what are you? What's this for? <laughs> well, if if I'm just getting ideas. Of, Don't yeah. ever cheat on me. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a mounted defense, that's probably not a bad one. Yeah. Just bite as hard as you can. <laughs> I mean, because that's the, the, I mean, underneath, yeah, the, the way this is shot, I think, is probably mm. one of my favorite things about this film. It's very raw and it's very, yeah. I don't think it's intentional. I just don't think they had a lot of money. And, it's and, like a know, handheld handicap. Yeah, yeah and, and for the 70s, you wouldn't have seen anything like this. You know, the, I, I think he birthed a lot of this. Uh, but he ripped it off foreign stuff anyway. Yeah. But um, what the stuff I like works is, the, yeah, the, the the intended hopelessness of it and the dragging out. But it just it beats you too much over the head with like, you know, um, now we're going to have sex with her again and we're going to rape her again. It's like oh, you've done it once. Like you don't need to keep doing it. Like yeah. uh, it's the rape brutal. scene in like, the yeah. forest, oh, I found really tough to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I think I glazed out of that one pretty yeah. quickly. And then, you know, making her pee herself and stuff like that was mm. was. I mean, I guess what I see what he's trying to do, but it's the actors are like. Really I don't into know how it. The actors did this. They're in their eyes. They have like a glistening element to their like. The, the woman in the gang nice. is yeah, the woman. crazy. Crazy. Mm. I believe truly that she is like that. Like in real I wonder life. if they put a woman in the gang to sort of make a statement, or am I reading too much into that? You I know honestly I mean? don't like, know. She was into it. She wanted it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they chase, try and chase the other girl down, and then they get the stabbing and stuff, yeah. and it gets so brutal. And, and David Hess comes back. He's he's very scary in this. Mm. I think the main guy. Yeah, yeah quite it a, could have been scarier. I'm not gonna lie. There was a lot of yeah, yeah. I mean, the da, 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 music yeah. doesn't really sell oh. you on the scariness of it. It's like you're yeah. at the carnival. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, I guess the the third act of the film is the parents realise their daughter and they bring her in and put her on the couch. And yeah, the couch thing. <laughs> oh yeah, the blowjob scene. Now I'm remembering because it's the mum seducing. Yeah, that's the weird one of the weird. That's like that to me is one of the most uncomfortable. Like this movie has like rape and stuff in it. And yeah. When she's like, oh, no. Oh, Let's go outside. Let's I go want outside. you so bad. Yeah, you're so much better than my husband. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, she knows. She knows. Like, 
Yeah, there's not there's no clever writing in this at all. But yeah, um, and then they hit the, the elaborate traps they set up. It's, it's like a R-rated Home Alone. Yeah. Like I was waiting for paint cans to come down. But they the went from ceiling. zero to one hundred with a click of a finger. Though. Yeah, parents were like, "We're ready. We were born yeah, for this yeah, moment. Yeah, <laughs> we're the chainsaw, right? honey. Don't worry about it." I would rather I've see. I've used this once. I can probably would, try again. No worries. I would like rather see. Yeah, and chainsaw. What a practical weapon to attack someone within a closed space. And just the moment where the cop arrives. Boom! Boom! Oh, oh yeah. too late. Yeah, yeah. Again, the cops are just idiots in this film. And the blood spider on the cheek. I was yeah. Like, you got AIDS. It was just <laughs> like even just like putting you know oil. He puts the cream in, in the front of the door. The, yeah, the that was hilarious. Yeah. That's not. He thought he was that's so a different clever. film to the one we've been watching. Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Mike. The back half of the film is yeah borderline comical. So you're waiting like. for the Betty Hill music. The banjo was enough for I me. I think I just chewed out, tuned out in that very last part. Like, yeah. I can't even remember how the girl got killed. They all died. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. They shot her in the lake and she went off. Yeah, drifting. she fell in the lake. Oh, that's yeah. right. And yeah. the parents were like, oh, she's dead. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Shalala. Complex writing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was the music is, yeah, it was very weird. And yeah, I, I'd rather they wake up the next morning and the parents have this big breakfast for them and they drug them and then, you know, yeah. they'll wake up in the basement and they're like, you killed our daughter. Just we're going to read. We're going to cut off all your arms Trade, and legs and just that, leave you as a stump, you know. <laughs> or like the secret have I? Uh, no, no, I don't want to spoil another Rem- movie. Remind me to never sleep over at your house. <laughs> Look, Mark, I've made you breakfast. I'm good. Drink I'm all good. of the crushed orange juice. I mean, regular orange juice. <laughs> no, I just think that would be more interesting because, again, like I said, yeah. I think what this film was trying to say, it didn't really quite get there. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a film I would recommend to anyone. <laughs> so you why'd you make me. us watch it? Yeah. Well, you were you saying something uncomfortable to watch with your parents. Would you watch this with your parents? Hell no. no. I wouldn't watch this with my parents. I wouldn't want to watch it with myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say watch the remake. And then... The remake's a lot softer, but it still has a lot of the – it's well, it's more constructed better. And yeah. I, I mean, I watched it once. It's the same with – he also made um, I Spit on Your Grave. And they spawn like three of those when they remade them. Mm. And that's a woman who gets raped by this gang and she gets revenge and goes back and kills all of the people that raped her. Jesus. But she I'm does it ready. in like 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 she cuts off their nuts and like the remake <laughs> is like super brutal. Justified. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. brutal. Like it's 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 a guilty pleasure away. film because yeah. you're like, this is wrong, but like these guys raped this woman. I want to see, see justice done. You know, it's not wrong I was at all. doing research on Go with the Dragon Tattoo in YouTube. Uh, this film has obviously been out for like seven years, the remake obviously. Yeah. And the videos on YouTube for the rape scene and the torture scene have like millions of views, millions. And all the others have like maybe a couple of thousand. Yeah. People want to watch this stuff. In our heart, we, we're creatures driven by revenge. Correct. We, want, we call it justice, love that, but it's revenge. like controversial, confronting content. And yeah. this film definitely delivers on it. It actually and made me feel something I haven't. I can watch any gory film under the sun and love every second of it and take it away. And like, But this made me it, feel different. It's that relatability. Yeah. Yeah, because you yeah. can't see yourself being trapped in a sore house. And, Correct. Yeah, yeah. No, so this much. is just you knocked on the wrong door yes. and now you've been dragged out into the woods kicking and screaming. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing scarier than real Correct. life. Yeah, And yeah. this delivers on that because it is so raw. And, yeah, you, you know, know you watch a masked killer no chase CGI you around. Here. Yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah, there's not mutants coming out of the hills to, to drag you off to their lair. You know, that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like a 98% chance it's not going to happen. But like with yeah, people just in a demented people, mm-hmm. you know, and the seventies as well. I think makes it so much more sinister because there's no social media, there's mm-hmm. no mobile phones, there's nothing. It's 
It's just you and there's you're alone. There's barely any police. Yeah, there's police <laughs> running around like Benny Hill characters. Yeah. Uh, so would you recommend this mix? No, zero. <laughs> zero. Negative zero points. Yeah, Not no, even I someone you would. didn't like? I, <laughs> and I award you no points. <laughs> Not at all. It, it's a very tough movie, um, but then I don't think that's not a reason to watch it. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't recommend it to people. As a, <laughs> I'm picking the next episode's film. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was definitely one, yeah, like I said, that I would not watch with my parents. Yeah, it's a struggle to get through. Um, and it's a combination of it's not a great film and it's really sensitive content and, yeah, yeah you can, you can do without it in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I probably probably get enjoyment a little bit more enjoyment out of it than you guys who got zero enjoyment out of it, um, because I know the film buff in me is all about like interesting for me to see Wes Craven before he was Wes Craven. Yeah, and you I'm can sure see he was always Wes Craven. No, but you can see his style popping up in that in what he would later bring to the other franchises, you know, million dollar, billion dollar franchises mm. he's made. Mm. And but it's yeah, it's tough, and I'd, I'd love to sit down and have a chat with him about that film and just be like. Tell me about well, what you were like, thinking. Tell me what, like yeah. I was saying with Tobe Hooper, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, I don't know if you've seen that. That's a hard watch compared to the soft remakes that they make, you know, in the last 10, 10 15, 20 years. Mm. It's a tough film and it's brutal and it's brutality is unforgiving and it's scarier than anything we put out now. Like these movies from the 70s and 80s are so much scarier. You know, like ambulances, are like oh, I find that horrifying in the 70s and ambulance goes around and picks people up and then it murders them. It's like it's so simple. Like yeah. it's like if you did that now, you know, people would be like, "Oh, it's so stupid." Imagine rah, rah. though, social media would have a field day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe social media should bugger off. <laughs> yeah, people are too in, you know, connected now. Mm. We should go back to caves and huts. Hmm. Anyway, while we're in 1972, let's step back one year to 1971. Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Um, obviously, this is. Iconic film, Stanley Kubrick. Absolutely. It's interesting that it's a year earlier, but clearly the budget's exponentially larger. It's a really good point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, well, what did I say? 1971, yeah. So, but you're talking about Stanley Kubrick, you know. Yes. Um, so obviously, or obviously got plenty of pull even in 1971. I just, I don't think he had a lot of pull in his life ever, um, but he just was a maniac and people, I think. Mm. You know, this was, I think, about his 10th or 11th film. So uh, not only is he one of the most influential directors of cinematic history, but he was really difficult to work with, I heard. Uh, notoriously bad, yeah. Because he was so, not perfectionist, but he had a vision and made the actors do remakes, like reshoots after reshoots to get it absolutely perfect and actors didn't like working with him. He was such a pain. Yeah, like The Shining is one of his biggest mm. films and, yeah, like the, that poor woman had a breakdown after mm. shooting the film. I can't remember her name, Shelley something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey was his other one. That, absolutely. The, the, the yeah. notorious, like, um, Full Metal Jacket, which I think is one of the greatest movies ever made. Yep. But these kinds of films can only be made by mad lunatics. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. lunatics. There, there is This is, when you talk about genius and madness and running on the same line, this is what Kubrick is. And Clockwork Orange is the primest example. Absolutely it is, yeah. This is a movie he's making in the 70s that's just as relevant, if not more relevant now than it was 50 years ago. Yeah. The comments he's making there, there is – you could study this film and there's so much to it. And I've talked to people about this film before and they're always just like, oh, you've just been a film wanker and stuff like that. But, like, I hate (laughs) film wankers as much as the next person. But this film has so much to say for it. Mm. Um, Two and a half hours worth of things to say. It is a mission. It's a bloated beast. 
I I love the dystopian themes. The whole thing. I watched this with bated breath and like I was. Had you seen this before? Just out of curiosity. I had, but I was yep. really young in high yep. school. I did study it absolutely, yeah, and it a lot of it school, it came yeah. flooding back to me as I saw it again for the first time in like ten years. So it was really welcome to a refresh for me, and I'm really glad that I did watch it again, especially mm. to talk about it now. Mm. But. You're right. It is so prevalent to this day. It's mm. fantastic. Um, I, so it's set in a non-disclosed future mm-hmm. and it's uh, about this, and the world's time. broken into class. There's a real big class thing through this whole film, mm. you know. Yeah. Uh, and Michael McDowell plays our main character. He um, creeps me the hell plays. out. Isn't he yeah, phenomenal? I, mean, I can't imagine someone else playing That's the exactly role of right. Alex, yeah. He was on the same wavelength as Stanley. He he's has to have been. Smart and confident and Correct. articulate. Yes. But then he's got this maniac and, yeah, and a psycho as well. You know, his he's, eyes he's are raping glist- this woman yes. singing, you know, singing, singing in, the in the rain. Oh my god, amazing. And he's just doing it beautifully and then he starts raping this woman. He's making this guy watch yep. while he rapes. Yeah. He's just crippled this guy and he's making this guy watch. like Yes. I mean, you know, this is like we were talking about last lesson left. This is crude crassness, but articulately executed. Like I feel like the dialogue in this movie is almost Shakespearean. It almost has like a flair of poetry. Every well, yeah, sentence they kind of invent said. their own yes. words yeah. and so I like that. Because yeah. you're creating a world now for yeah. me to get involved and invested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he basically is part of a gang who I guess is iconically people have seen ripped off. Many times in many things, you know, in their mm. outfits with their bowler hats and their eye mascara. Little lashes, yeah. Their lashes. I don't understand the... The cod piece? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what is that? There's a scene where he, like, lifts it up in a ball, like a bouncy ball pops out, and I was like, all right, that's useful storage. Yeah, but I like, don't understand. all his money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not sure, but... But yeah, they basically commit crimes and they they Just prey on ruckus, one house. Really. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets thrown into a prison where he's. He was already wait. He'd already committed a crime, so he was on probation. Yes, he's on probation. And yes. then his rookies that wanted to um, do flip more. The tables. Yeah. They wanted to do more hardcore crime, yeah. and he was like, "No, nope, you idiots! Just follow my lead." And they were like, "No effing way!" So they set him up and got that's him right. caught, yeah. and mm-hmm. then he got put in jail. And that's where the story yeah. really begins. Yeah, and that's where he gets the experiments mm-hmm. done to him to. Wash him, wash his body of violence and impure thoughts, yeah. and so there are so many like themes to this film. You could pull. You this could talk about this for hours, like an like, onion yeah. from Shrek. Yeah. I think it's yeah. <laughs> like this. Wait, layers. did you just say this movie was like an ogre? <laughs> this movie's like an ogre. Layers, layers. Yeah, look, it's intense. The political yeah. elements, the economic issues, the social um, morality, and the psychological conditioning is. Whoa, intense. Even just the basic themes, though, of like the flip mm-hmm. table, where once he comes out into the world, he's neutered and he can't be violent, mm-hmm. and he's getting picked on by all these people, and now he's the victim, yep. and he's you know asking for mercy when it, you know in the first act it's the other way around. Yes, and that's such a basic theme, but it's executed so brilliantly in this film. And I, again, this is a film that's nearly fifty years old and is better than half the nonsense that comes out today. <laughs> And, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this. But I guess staying on our theme, the the rape scene and the violence is Oh, the rape scene. Or, like, the insinuated yeah. follow-ups. It's, it's just like orgies yeah. in, in fast-forward. And, again, has, though, not a lot is shown mm. when he's raping the woman in the house. It's very insinuated. You, you, you're focused on the guy watching him rape his wife. Right. And that's, mm. like, hits you in the heart like yeah. a sledgehammer, you know, like. This poor dude's watching his like wife be raped by this maniac gang that's holding him down, and yeah, it's just bizarre, bizarre. And, um, and the, the husband says later because they re meet. 
chance yes. meeting. Doesn't he say that she killed herself afterwards? Like yes, she couldn't yeah, live yeah, with yeah, it on, yeah, she couldn't live with it. And, yeah, because yeah, he, he gets assaulted and he runs off and he wanders into the house of where he committed the crime, you know, and it's 10 years later and he has the weird muscle guy with glasses as he's like... <laughs> Carries him around, I guess. Yeah, yeah. A replacement lover. Yeah, it's kind of. It was kind of had a bit of. And then he's laying in bed singing, singing in the rain. It's like, what? That's stupid, but okay. But you've got that whole scene where he goes back to his parents, and he can't go back to his parents because they've they've put another lodger in. That's right. They've got a border living in his room, and he's like, oh, my parents parents told me about you, and yeah, it's just so much there. There's so much to pull apart. I'd forgotten about the um. Fast forward. The orgy, yeah. They all, yeah. I was I'm pretty sure I was actually laughing at that because it's like new position, new position. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's interesting. Get up, oh, get, yeah. get up, take a close up, get up. What a, what a, yeah. uh, what a like pretty clever way to shoot a scene. Yeah. Like just the 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 camera's locked off and it's just a sped up scene of yeah. like two hours. Yeah, like yeah. they're sex, they're not having sex, they're dressed, they're looking in the mirror, they're doing this, exactly. they're doing sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's I good. can't imagine being the actor like Malcolm McDowell then, like, putting yourself in mm. Stanley Kubrick's hands. I could imagine filming this and going, yeah. what is this? The beginning <laughs> scene as well where the rival gangs are fighting in that abandoned theatre and the, oh, the yes. rival gangs are almost like cinematography, like they're dancing choreography yeah. as they're, like, gang raping someone on the stage. Yeah. Like, even though it was stylized in – Theatrical kind of like even See, that, that was really weird seeing when that she unfold. comes out there tearing her clothes off. It's done so. Mm. Ugh, yeah, it's like, exactly ugh. it is. It's dirty. It's stark. It's like spotlight yeah. lit. It's yeah. near the sirens, and you're like, oh, I don't know. It's and just, then they're stopping her them from raping a woman, but then they're rapists and murderers okay. themselves. Yeah. And like, what's their moral code here? It's so ambiguous. But that's just why don't let the other guys have fun. Yeah, and then they drink all that milk, remember? The, oh, the, the drug-laden milk. The drug-laden yeah, milk. that's yeah. so weird. It's Corova. There's a bar in Melbourne called Corova. And I was like, um, it all makes sense now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corova Milk Bar is what it's called. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's yep. ugh. <laughs> And then, yeah, you know, when he finally gets unveiled, you know, they have him up on stage and all mm. the politicians and stuff are like, you know, and then they bring out like a sexy woman to try and like, you mm. know, aggravate him sexually and then the guy abuses him and they push him around and it's, he does it so well where he's like, you know, he starts to feel sick whenever violence comes up. Yeah. And, he's be violent. and he was really upset about it because he loved Beethoven. Like that was his favourite That's right. Song. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. And that's what the trigger that. is and why it makes yeah. him so upset. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. now he hates Beethoven because yeah. it was played during the, uh, his the conditioning. famous eye conditioning scene yeah. where he's oh. like, plugs in. <gasps> The eyes, yeah. How could, uh, when I watch that, I think as an actor, that would have been really. I, I would never want someone to put eyes under the, the I, eye forces. I, no. Isn't it? It's just crazy. Could couldn't. you wear those? No, not by choice. Depends mm, on the yeah. money. Yeah, if they're paying a lot of money. Show me the money. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it'd be tough. It just adds to the, more to the like. Yeah, like it's. He does this well, Kubrick. He does. It, he did it really well in The Shining and in Two Thousand One. Like. I feel sympathy for this guy, but he's a murderer and a rapist. Why mm. am I feeling sympathy for him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you ever no, been a jury, like a uh, juror? Like, no. on a, neither have I. But I can always imagine, like, those types of conversations I would have constantly questioning my own morality, and this film absolutely does that. I think that's the whole point. One yeah. of the biggest points of this film is, like, yeah. what's morals? What mm. what defines your morals? Mm. Like, you know, again, it comes back to, I guess, what we've touched on with The Last House and Left of, like, the duality of us as a species, like... We are capable of protecting, but we're also capable of horrible things and mm. revenge is a big part of our DNA and, you know. Yeah. The conditioning thing really stresses me out because it's like. We call it punishment or justice. Yeah. Revenge, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, conditioning thing, and that's what I like about this film is like, and I say it's more about now, I, I'm surprised we don't have that by now in jails. Like something, like a watered-down version of that where we're like, this guy's like done a bunch of bad things, like let's yeah, try and make it. They've got this whole movement of human rights and rubbish. Like, <laughs> I reckon it's thing. happening behind closed doors. I don't know. There's black ops Sons of Anarchy. We all know what it's like in jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one actually wants to be in jail unless <laughs> no. you like that type of thing. Mm. No. Heavy. Is it, I mean, I wouldn't mind that dystopian jail. It wasn't too bad. I really, really, like I needed to watch something like Jersey Shore after this, watching this movie. Just yeah, after all these your brain films. Off Honestly. And just like, <laughs> after all these films, I had to yeah. watch something to, yeah, to wash it out of you, to cleanse it the palate, if you will. Yeah. Don't have a bath. What is life after this? And You're just it, in yeah. the shower, scrubbing. Just scrubbing brutally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the cinematography and everything this film delivers absolutely makes me recommend this film. It is phenomenal. Yeah. And yes, Depending Would on you the watch it with your parents. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Negatory. No way. I, I fully... Would you like to think about that? <laughs> not at all. I uh, I don't even know who I'd watch this with, if not in a school environment for like study purposes to mm. an- analyze the shit out of it. To be honest, that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a sit down with your mates and watch film. It's nope. not a sit down with your partner and watch film. It's really just something to digest oh, by yourself. Did I do that wrong, did I? Did you watch this Nat? <laughs> no. I was going to say, Nat wouldn't have been a fan of this. I mean, Definitely there's not. movies she hasn't seen that she should see long, well, actually before this. Before, before we expose her to <laughs> see, yeah. I don't even know what I would say if my partner was like, hey, babe, let's go watch this together. I don't know. I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> see, I was mentally prepared for this. At the end, I you're like, we need to break up. Yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> if you like this movie. Just, just leave halfway through the movie. <laughs> In the dark. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. you got to have that though. I have, I mean, I have layers of movies I introduce oh, people to. 100%. Especially if you're dating them like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if you can Test the waters. Yeah. yeah and I feel like this one. You know? Start off with a bit of Aladdin. Maybe Frontiers, <laughs> French horror. French Mountain. No. Nobody does French horror <laughs> like they do. <laughs> Sending mixed signals over there. <laughs> All right, fine. Power Rangers. Definitely. Oh, I still haven't seen that. The new one? The Power Rangers movie. It's so movie. Good. Uh, It's terrible. It's oh terrible God, on so many no. levels. There, yeah, is, there is a so. masturbating bulls joke in the first two minutes of that film. I missed it. Did I'm I watch it again. Did I open when it? Oh, you're done. I when they the have the cow and he's I'm like, sorry. I milked the cow and the guy's like, it's not a cow, it's a bull. And you could kind of see the shape of the bull's penis. Nope. You watched a different film to me then. You oh, talk about God. the new Power Rangers uh-huh. film? When they kidnap the bull at the start? I think you watched the porn parody. <laughs> Shit, that's happened before. I really <laughs> liked that Batman versus Superman, it. and then I watched the real one. No, 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 that's, that that's film is terrible on so many levels. You don't see Power Rangers till like three quarters of the way into that's it. That's fine. I'm good with that. No, it's a terrible it film. Should be. Show the boys. Yeah. It's not. I mean, the kids will like it. I'm not a kid, man. I really know. I rated it. I'm going to watch it again just because you've said it's how much so I hate it. It's so the worst. One of the worst films I saw I'm, last I'm year. I'm sorry, I opened the can. <laughs> My problem is this. Let's make diverse. Let's make a diverse cast, but let's not. But yeah. Let's do it, but let's not say anything. So there's this kid, and he's on the spectrum. You're like, <laughs> have the balls to say the kid's autistic. Say the kid's got Asperger's. Like, if you're going to go that far over the edge, acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Like, yeah. be progressive. Like, don't water. Don't don't push up against the line and be like, hey, we got a black one, we got an Asian one, we got yeah. a white one. We've got everyone here. Got one of everyone. Yeah. yeah it's, it's almost, to me, that is almost offensive to me because it's done deliberately, which is fine because it's a stupid thing like the Power Rangers and the original was like that as well. But 
I hated how they, you know, they lean and oh, she's a lesbian, but we're not going to say the word yeah. lesbian or gay because so you know, you know we're you not know, actually. It's kind of like every Wesley Snipes movie. He never gets to kiss the white woman. It's, it's the same problem. Hey, Megs, hey, does yeah. Shane know that we're not doing Power Rangers this episode? <laughs> we're doing Power Rangers next episode. <laughs> Yes, we are. We want that. that no, was, no, that's I, the uh, yeah, I, I probably ranted a little bit there. I don't hate it as much as I probably perceive me to, but I do, I do, I do hate okay. it. So, My brother-in-law loved it. Speaking of Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Let's yes. bring it back. The Shining. We did that. That was great. We did do The Shining. Such a good movie. What's the caretaker's name? I can't believe he gets it. Jack Torrance. Oh, no. Um, yeah. What's his name? Yep. I mean, I'll always love the Simpsons so, parody on that. So brutal. They go running all the way there and really just gets the act. <laughs> <laughs> It's called The Shitting Boy. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> I didn't know you could do an oh, accent. Oh, groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. Willie. Do I not can't. touch Willie. Good advice. Yeah. I, I can do um, Mike Myers saying, Eh, donkey. Oh. No, you can't. No, I can't. No. Okay. That's the Power Rangers of accents. Did you guys love the probation officer oh. in uh, Cockroach Orange? He's like, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I loved it. <laughs> and he drank the water of the dentures in the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sits <laughs> down next to him, you know, he lies yeah. on the bed. I thought it was going to get like weirdly sexual there. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. The, that vibe's there, right? Like I'm not making that up. Full vibes. I was like, is this going to like, make massive... him have sex with him to like, you know. I, I like the prisoner mm. transfer thing where you've got the traditional prisoners, um, like those prisoner officers and they're all loud and they're like, that's so, and they're marching <laughs> up and, and does all his formation and hands him over and then like, oh, come this way and he's like, Outraged, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's great. That guy's good. Uh, so I would recommend this film because it's a great film, mm. and I, I, I guess I'd probably watch this with my dad. The eyeball scene, man. Your dad doesn't like eyeballs. Yeah, the eyeball thing. You're right. You get barrier. upset with me for not mentioning the eyeball <laughs> thing. Lucky Megs is here with your back. You saved me, Megs. <laughs> <laughs> Megs has got your back on like, that yeah, one. That, he probably hates that. Anything that touches eyeballs, and he, I tried to get him to watch the eye, but you know he didn't want to. All about eyes. I'm sure, I'm sure it's, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure at some point something did, goes into an eye. Did he hate that old work cover I'd where the kid with the nail gun? Oh. Like, oh, I don't know. I could ask him about that. Oh, I that loved that one. That was, that was like a horror film. Straight yeah. in the eye, like, yes. I can only hope that I'm going to be a trendy mum with purple curly hair and leather dresses when I'm 70. Like, she was yeah. a trendy mum. It makes, makes a lot of sense why Alex Delage is as kooky and eccentric as he is <laughs> with parents as like. Weird as them. All about it. Leather dresses and purple hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wear that all the time now. I'll hold you to like, that. Just don't change. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, you're not even going to change. You just said exactly. the same for like 40 yeah. years. I didn't actually realise your hair was a normal colour until you said that. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> recommend? Yes, absolutely. I would recommend. Mm. Um, has he made a bad film? I mean, I don't think so to, in my opinion, but... Hmm. Even I mean, there's there's a like, reason he's a pretty well-regarded. I, mean, I guess you got AI, director. but that, people would argue that was Spielberg's fault because you know, see, he finished mm. the film. Uh, Eyes wide shut, maybe he did that, didn't he? Eyes yeah, he did, he did that, but I don't think that's a bad that film. That was Cruise and Tom Kidman. Cruise. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it though. Remove your clothes. I've never seen, it, seen which it. Is weird. Oh. it just looks like a big orgy. It's creepy, yeah, it is, yeah. but it's creepy. Do you see Tom Cruise's butt? No. See, I don't know why Cruise doesn't get his butt out more often. I don't really want to see that. I'm not gonna lie. Why not? Isn't that my butt of choice? Yeah, but you wouldn't. <laughs> well, look, it doesn't you matter. It's not in your top five butts. No, it's not. You still wouldn't look. Wow. If you're not in my top five, I don't even want to see it. That's how, your motto? How good an ass do you have to have? Jesus, what's one? Give me one. Good uh, high standards. Wait, let me guess. Gosling. Tom Hardy's got to be in there. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Is he oh, you know your man butts. Hulk butt. Hulk butt. Hulk butt. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it has to be green. CG. That's impossible standards, man. It's impossible. Your poor boyfriend is living standards. No man could possibly live up to Hulk butt. Has Chris Pratt got his butt out yet? Kevin Bacon's got to be up there. Oh, he always gets his butt out. He always gets his, like, junk out. He'll do whatever chance he gets. Oh, I, I feel like a next theme coming on. <laughs> Good butts. <laughs> well, we, no, we did unnecessary but, nudity, which I think we did. Oh, no, yes. but this could be butts that Megs wants to see. Yeah. Megs is top five, top three butts. Top, Tune top in, three guys. Butts. <laughs> uh, not Bruce Willis. <laughs> I think he gets his butt out in a few early early eighties, nineties. Color of night. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to Ryan Gosling. We did talk about it earlier from Gangster Squad. Do you see Ryan Gosling's bum? Nope. I don't think he's ever got his bum out. Has it? I'm sure there's... Yeah, Chris Pratt got his bum out, but it was before he was in Parks and Recs, before he was ripped. So it doesn't count then. Saggy butt. (laughs) Yeah. No, it probably looks pretty good. I can't remember it. Squat butt. Yeah, look. Let's move on. Uh, (laughs) We took a turn. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, why'd you bring up butts, man? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I don't know. You brought up butts. Yeah. I believe the direct quote was, do you see Tom Cruise's butt? I just think he should get his butt out more. It'd be a draw card. You'd add a couple hundred million to the box office if he gets his butt out. You reckon? He pulls seat, bums in the seats. No pun intended. But you, <laughs> if you got bum he out. pulls bums in the I'm seat. talking like classy lethal weapon uh, Mel Gibson moonwalk, moonwalk butt scene, you know, when he's <laughs> famous one, when he's walking in the moonlight and hits his bum and he's had, he's had sex in the trailer in Lethal Weapon 1 or 2. I'll go back and watch and get back to you. It's, it's not you. my first memory Such of Lethal Weapon. I have to <laughs> Look, I like big butts. I cannot lie. <laughs> the other brothers all deny? <laughs> yeah. I want to hear the listeners' movies they would not want to watch with their parents. Yeah, we'll start up, we should start a thread. We've missed, yeah. what, like we could have potentially I'd be overlooked. Curious. I mean, because we had so many to choose from. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many. And I guess it's not just that, but people might be uncomfortable with other things as mm. well. I mean, sexual mm. stuff and violence are the two obvious you know, things you don't want to watch with your parents. Political even. Yeah, political. Like mm. that could fire up fire up people. Absolutely. All about it. Yeah. yeah, comment on Facebook and on Twitter. Maybe your parents are anti-artificial intelligence and you couldn't watch Bicentennial Man with them. Well, that's <laughs> nonsense because it's a wonderful movie. <laughs> wow. That's a movie I cried at. Yeah. It's well, been a long time since I've seen that actually. It's bloated. It's like two and a half hours. Robin yeah. Williams? Yeah. Yes, I have seen it. I mean, every movie now I watch with Robin Williams since he's died just makes me so I'm the sad. same with Heath Ledger. They're doing a marathon on Fox in a couple of days' time. Oh. I'm going oh. to... They, they I watched that Jack and I was just like devastated because he gives that, you know, Jack where he's aging really quickly mm. and he gives that speech at his high school graduation. He's an old man. He talks about life and you're just like, oh, They shit. recently did a bit of a Robin Williams thing on um, TV. So there was really? like Jumanji, oh, Patch, no. um, Patch Adams, Toys. something else. Flubber. Yeah. No flubber. No, good, good Robin. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Will Smith in that new live action Aladdin. It's oof, big shoes to fill. Uh, really? Playing the genie. Oh. Mm. Okay. You look devastated. Are you all right? No, oh, that's ticking over. The cogs are turning there. I, like, wait a minute. It was a big scandal like recently because they, um, the bunch of extras were white and they darkened them up. Oh. So there was a bit of a scandal I, about it. I'm actually dumbfounded. I didn't know they were making that. That's yeah, like they're doing that Scarlett and they're Johansson doing Lion King, for that. which I don't understand what a photorealistic Lion King is meant to be because uh, there's no humans in it. So I'm just letting them t- do that. Is thing it going to be like that? Jungle Book? Yeah, because the Jungle Book was okay. I liked it. I wouldn't see it again. I, I don't understand why they've recast all the roles in that Lion King one. Like Rowan Atkinson is still alive, so get him. Yeah. Why Beyonce. isn't Nathan Lane playing Timon? Like 
Mm. Like Seth Rogen I like, but he doesn't need to be Pumbaa. You know, you get the original guy, he's still alive. Mm. They're all still alive. I mean, what's his name still doing Mufasa? I think if they didn't do that, people would like riot. Absolutely. Did, did you just say what's his name? Yeah. I've drawn a blank on his name. <laughs> well, Jones. Someone Earl Jones. Quick, James quick. Earl yeah, Jones. Jones. <laughs> you just, everyone can bear witness. Which you just weird. called James Earl Jones. What's, what's his, his name? You know who he was. <laughs> I, it's weird because I watched Coming to America the other night oh. and he's fantastic in that. Oh, he's so good in he's, that. It's one of my favourite movies. That is such a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you seen that, Max? Mm-mm. Go home and watch it. Okay. Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Oh, the penis is clean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can tell what generation we come yeah, yeah. from. Yeah, uh, those movies. There's nothing funnier than those. Do, you, no evil, do, no evil, do you, you just a bit of a comedy. flashback for our listeners? Do you remember how hard and how ridiculous we laughed when we did the um, Jim Wilder episode? We oh, had yeah. you know evil, yeah. see no evil. That's still one of the funniest. That not many movies oh. made me laugh out loud, but I Write can that down. watch that down. Okay. <laughs> so you know, it's such a stupid premise, but it's oh, two of the funniest <laughs> men in the world, and they make it work. I'm so, I'm so sad we don't have Richard Pryor anymore. Oh, Jim Wanda. Oh, oh yeah. shit. We'll never see the unofficial sequel. <laughs> I'm sorry to you break might, it. You might yeah. actually make me cry. Yeah, it's oh, terrible. It's so sad. Seriously, watch that. All yeah. right, it's on. Gene Wilder is deaf. Richard oh. Pryor is blind. They witness a crime <laughs> and then they have to go on the run. Oh, my like, gosh. It's such a stupid premise, but it's so funny. I'm laughing already. It's... <laughs> I'm sold. All right, done. You're a strong black man. I'm black? Oh, my God. Does Dad know? It's just the best. We'll we'll get carried away. We need to turn off before we get down that dark rabbit hole. Uh, We have escalated to a point of no return. We... We seem to do this lately. Um, Where can uh, people contact us? This is our last episode for the season too, yes? Yes. Yes. Let's mention that. that. We were supposed to get this out before the end of 2017. Sorry, um, hashtag. We're just going to have a a short little break Yes, um, because we didn't just have one. And we'll come back with a a new season of hopefully a bit more organised order. Yes, we'll be a bit more regimented. We won't have as much going on in our personal lives. so Well, probably will. (laughs) Don't cut off all my friends. I've, uh, yeah, no, I've got nothing, so. You've got nothing? I'm free. I'm booked up. (laughs) Um, Pencil me in. Yeah. yeah, Um, So they can come past and find us on Facebook at Scene3Podcast. We are also now on Twitter, which is Scene3Podcast as well. And if you would like to, you can send us an email if you'd like to stay anonymous at um, Scene3Podcast at gmail.com. All of those uh, threes are the digit as well, just in case you wanted to know. Not the 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 spelling. That's a good idea. Love it. Do you think that's where all our emails have been going? I think it is. <laughs> we should yeah. set up two accounts. Um, yeah, cool. I just want to say thanks for listening to everyone. It's good. We get a lot of compliments. You haven't listened there. to anyone. No, I haven't listened to any of them, but to the people that have taken the time. Oh, you want to say thanks to the, our <laughs> yeah. listeners? I listen to all of them. I don't have the time Every to listen time. to this nonsense. <laughs> this is like my life 24-7. <laughs> this is what I'm doing at work, just arguing with people about movies. I sit on the train and listen to this and laugh out loud around strangers. Yeah. People love it. That's it's the way to do super it. Super awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do find myself laughing at us. Which yeah, is I do awkward. too. Awkward. Yeah. Oh, I think that's good. No, yeah, I've always good, known awkward. I'm funny and modest. Well, I laugh more at Meg. Sorry. <laughs> Who are that's you? Not, oh, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. You laugh at me though, at least. Yeah, at you. Yeah. Behind your back when I. Yeah, go it was home. pretty good. I didn't swear much in that one, did I? No. There was a couple. I'll find so, them later. I said something about sucking a dick. 
Just beep that out. I thought you said penis originally and now you've... I said penis, I believe. Yeah, okay. I don't use the word penis. So the decorum is over too, here. Yeah, <laughs> penis is a terrible word. I'm, I'm afraid of the filtering. Like, I'm not really sure what the, like, the thing is here, what the rules are. I don't know. He just makes it up as he goes along. Shane's kind of the swearer. Okay. So if I said, would you bleep that out? Well, I'm just really excited what? to hear you yeah, say a swear word. I just and to what hear... level this swear word was going to be. Like, was it shit? You've built it up now. Like, <laughs> are you going to say, like, motherfucker or I something? I actually like was. Oh. Wow, good. Yeah, look. I was, I'm not going to lie. Because she thinks that's a bad one. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was, hoping, I was hoping for a C-bomb. Oh, she wouldn't drop a C-bomb. I actually can't say that I would word. pay money to hear you drop a C-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never, no do, it. You would never do it. The first Jerry tell me I'm here waiting. I can't. On that note... I think we should. We end, should say goodbye. We should end this old Thanks campaigner. for doing season two. Thanks for having me back yeah. for like no, the fourth time. Yeah. Fifth time? Yeah. yeah. You're a mm-hmm. veteran now. I know where you live. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so since the... It's not even scary. We're changing it to your house from now on. <laughs> well, you want to travel two hours. Yeah. Good That's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.